You are now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. The man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Don't know how much I'm going to go back and deal with each particular verse, but it's so important as I read that I'm wanting us to, to... Really hear and pay attention to certain stuff. Let's look at it again. And the Lord God commanded who? He commanded who? Woman has not yet been created. And God is dealing with the man. He's charging the man. Saying to the man, the man, of every tree, Of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. And see, a lot of folk don't like rules. A lot of folk don't like rules. A lot of folk look for places to be in where there are no rules or guidelines. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do. I'm grown. But anything that has structure has rules. Anything that has structure, anything that is going to have structure is going to have to have rules and guidelines. You're seeing it in the Garden of Eden, this beautiful place. Yet God himself says there must be a rule. Some guidelines. For in the day you eat or you disobey Adam, you shall surely die. Notice Genesis 3 and verse number 1. We're going to skip around. Y'all please hang in here. Now the serpent was more cunning, more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had, had made. Notice the servant was cunning. He was crafty. He was deceitful. And he said to the woman. He didn't say it to the man. He said to the woman. Remember, he, he, he is more subtle. He's crafty. He's cunning. He's back in the day what we would call a slickster. Notice that Satan knows who to go after. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden... 
God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Watch the cunning one. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. See, right there, the woman should have stopped talking to the serpent. The serpent just told you that God was a liar. There's no need to have no more conversation. You don't reveal who you are. You evil. Because you're saying to me that what God said to us is not so. No need to have any more conversation with the serpent. Right? Don't y'all be hard on me today. Ain't no need in having no more conversation with this serpent. But the woman keeps talking to her. Just like some women, they keep talking to men who are no good. Nothing new under the sun. This is the tenth lie he done told you. But you still dealing with him. This is how you get in trouble when you deal with folk that have already proven to you who they are. You know what I always say? When a person shows you who they really are, go ahead and believe them. Don't, 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 don't need to know 15th lie. Look at verse number 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Do y'all notice that? See, talking to this serpent, she now seeing something good for food that she ain't supposed to touch. I mean, that she ain't supposed to eat. See how talking to the wrong person can change your mind? See how you can be deceived? Well, Pastor, I can handle it. I don't care what folks say to me. It ain't going to get to me. You better watch yourself. Now she's seeing the tree as being good for food. That it was pleasant. Now it's pleasant to the eye. Look at the lust of the eyes. Well, looking good to old Eve, ain't it? I said looking good to our sister Eve, ain't it? A tree desirable. Now, she done bought everything the devil told her. Now, this tree is not only good for food and not only pleasant to the eyes, but now this tree, not God, is going to make you better. A tree desirable to make one wise. She took of his fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Verse number nine, they both done eight, right? Both eight, right? Both in disobedience, right? Watch who God deal with. Watch who God come at. Verse number nine, then the Lord God called to Adam. He didn't call Eve. Then the Lord God called Adam and said to Adam or the man, where are you? Then the man, verse 12, then the man said, the woman whom you gave 
to be with me. She gave me of the tree. And I ate. She still got a whole lot of men won't grow up. Still blaming women. See, it's going to end today. Still blaming women. But notice, Adam's blame was not just with Eve. He tried to shift the blame, but it just wasn't with Eve. He said, the woman you gave me. Now, if you want to talk about why I messed up, you gave me that woman. One of any married brother ever thought that God gave you the wrong. Don't say nothing, brothers. If one of that thought ever crossed your mind, maybe I got the wrong. I'd have to tell some brothers, don't say nothing. They sat there like, I will not go here. She said, the woman you gave to me. She gave me of the tree, and I ate. Verse 13, I know I'm taking my time, but y'all be patient. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Now she going to play the blame game. The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. So Eve was deceived. Notice First Timothy. Come on, one more verse of Scripture. First Timothy. We're looking at the beginning. First Timothy 2. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all ready? 1 Timothy 2, verse 14. Y'all got it? A lot of reading, a lot of explaining, I know it. 1 Timothy 2, 14. Remember the serpent was cunning, he was crafty, he was shady, he was deceitful. He deceived the woman. But look at this man. 1 Timothy 2, 14. Notice what the Bible says plainly. 1 Timothy 2, 14. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Eve truly was deceived by the serpent. But when it came to our brother Adam, he was not deceived. He just took down when he needed to stand up. And instead of him maintaining his authority that God gave to him, he surrendered it to the woman. And he let the woman lead him rather than him leading the woman. 
So what Adam needed to do in that garden, when that woman messed up, he should have recognized that I've been given the commandment. What I do right now is significant. But Adam didn't do that. And in my opinion, what he, what he needed to do in that moment where his wife messed up, he didn't need to come down to her level. He needed to man up. And based upon all of that, my subject this morning is man up. I need a woman or somebody to look at a brother, even if he don't want to look at you. Look at that brother and say, it's time to man up. No, y'all ain't happy this morning. I said, look at another brother in here in his eyes if you can and say to that brother, it's time. It's way past time for you. Finish it. Mm-hmm. Let's give the Lord a praise for our subject. Man up. Going to be tight this morning. Oh, it's going to be good this morning. Huh? Get us. Like it or not, God has a divine order. I said like it or not. I don't care what the, what, what the government is saying. God has a divine order. A way of doing things. One thing I like about God when he sets divine order in place, he doesn't need the permission of man because he is God. But something is obviously taking place in our day and time to where people no longer respect God's divine order. They no longer respect the way in which he set things up. It's all right for you to have a moment in your mind to where you disagree with the way God did something, but you better get yourself together. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Help me teach. I said, you better get yourself together. You can't stay in that place long where you feel like God's way is wrong. No, 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 no. Come on, church. God is never wrong. I said, God is never wrong. He was not wrong yesterday. He will not be wrong today. God will not be wrong tomorrow. God can never be wrong. And if God cannot be wrong, then his divine order of the way in which he establishes or structural things can never be wrong. But in this society, we see men... Not being men. Not all. Not all. 
we see a society, especially in the black community, that wants to emasculate the man. Come on. Say, want to deprive the man. Number one, to emasculate means to deprive a man of his role or identity. When you emasculate a man, you're depriving him of his role or his God-given identity. Now, sadly, when it comes to some men, they don't have to be deprived of it. They freely give it up. I said they freely give it up. These are men with a boyish mind. This is a man with a boyish mind. This is a man in a grown body, yet he still thinks like a boy. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight this morning. It ain't no other way to say it. Stop looking. It ain't no other way to deal. It's going to get tight this morning. You got so many men in the church who still think like boys. Handle business like boys. Never able to admit when they're wrong like boys. Number two, to emasculate means to make weak. To weaken or to make ineffective. Again, you can't always just just look at society or the way things are being set up and just think that, okay, that's progress. Some things are said to us to try to cause us to think, well, this is just progress. But anything that comes against God's divine order is not progress. It's not progress. And sadly, in the church, one of our biggest problems comes when we start looking at men. What men are doing. What men are not doing. I don't know how a man can be the head at home but come to the church and be the tail. Men were made to be leaders. I'm going to teach it right. Men were made to be leaders. And a good man wants a strong woman or he wants women to be strong. Don't, 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 don't take this teaching like we're pacifying to knock women throughout this sermon. No, I'm not going to knock women because in my opinion, one of the greatest, if not the greatest creation God ever made was a woman. Oh, so me and better clap and get happy up in here. I said in my opinion, I'm hoping you agree with me, brother. When God made the woman, he showed out. Yes, he did. He took it to another level when he made that creature. 
So ain't no godly man going to ever desire for a woman not to have her rightful place. But at the same time, woman, you have to know your place. This, this is what's disturbing a lot of home. There's a lot of fighting, a lot of bickering, because people don't know their place. And you have a place. But again, sadly, our women are having to step up because men don't want to be men. Not all. There are some women, they don't want to do all that they have to do. But the man don't want to step up and do what God ordained for him to do. Look in the church. You got men that are happy, been saved for years, but they happy to come to church, sit and do nothing. And if they see women doing everything, it's all right with that man. Something wrong with that. I said something wrong with that. Look at First Corinthians. Don't get don't don't get too happy too quick, brother. That, that, that's what I've been trying to tell her. She, she needs to just let me lead. Well, you just hold on here, brother. You just hold on because we're going we gonna to try to determine if you fit to lead. Come on. I said we're going to determine if you fit to lead. First Corinthians. Oh, oh, it's tight. First Corinthians 11 and verse number 3. Y'all just hang tight. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse number 3. Y'all got it? 1 Corinthians in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians 11, verse number 3. Listen what Paul says to the church. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Paul said, but I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. But not just any type of man. But a man who allows Christ to be his head. A man who allows Christ to be his head is a man that's ready to be the head of woman. But come on, brother. But, but, but for too long, brother, we have asked things of women that's just not right. We have often asked strong women to follow us though we are weak. Don't tell me when I'm wrong, Carl. When you, when, when you come at me like that. You, you, you damage me in the inside. Well, you shouldn't be so easily damaged.
Come on, somebody. And remember, Satan is crafty. Remember, he's deceitful. Remember, he's cunning. Remember, he, he's a slickster. And he knows the quickest way to destroy the family, to bring the church to the point to where it is powerless, is to disrupt God's divine order. Let me cause them to think it's okay to get things out of order. And see, whether you like it or not, this culture change that we see is not good. Well, oh Lord, you see it in the music industry. Entertainment, social media, television, the taking down of a real man. See, some of you, 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 you're so naive, you don't even recognize that they're taking down the masculine man. They're replacing him with a feminine man, a soft man, a weak man, an ineffective man, a complaining man, a sorry man. And when we become this in the church or in the house, we want nobody to confront us. Any man willing to put on a dress, a dress like a woman is not a man. He's not a man that has Christ as his head. And when you know divine order, certain things will start out being funny. But then when you start considering the word, you'll have to draw back and say, wait a minute. Ain't nothing funny about it. I'm coming. Ain't no, I'm, I'm coming your way. You can't, you can't avoid me today. Ain't nothing funny about Medea. Ain't nothing funny about a man being known more so as a woman than he is a man. But yet this brother supposed to be a Christian. Tyler Perry and Medea was just a setup to get me into laughing at seeing yourself as the tail. That's the reason he blew up. He blew up for a reason. And if you're evil and you're talented, you can blow up in this world if you push in the right agenda. Yes, I know I'm right about it. And so they just put that just continually before people. See, what's put before your eyes deals with you. Come on, it deals with you in a psychological way. Well beyond just the laughing and the jokes. That's sad. To this day, when most folks see this man try to act like a man in his own movies, he struggles. 
I'm coming at you. I said he struggled playing the part of a man, but you were born a man. But you're more comfortable being like a woman. Years ago, we did a play. And I don't forget what happened, but one of the sisters couldn't make it or couldn't do her part. And it was about at the end of the play, and I looked on the stage, and a brother had a wig on. He didn't do no, he didn't do no speech or no say. He just sat in a chair, if I ain't mistaken. When he turned around, I said, whoa. No, I'm not playing. And afterward, I immediately got what the drama is. I said, long as I pastor here. No matter how many plays we do, I don't ever want to see a brother dress like a woman. If that's got to make folk laugh, we don't need to laugh. See, 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 see let, me, let, let, let me just be honest. I'm not getting in a dress for money. I'm not getting in a dress for fame. Some of y'all like you, you, it, it just too tight. Look at the so-called gangster rappers of the day. These brothers, straight up girls. We talking straight up sissies. Sissies who are in the mind of our young men. Skinny tight jeans. Men wearing blouses. Fingernail polish. Got more earrings than a woman. Something ain't right. But I don't see nothing wrong with it. See, something wrong with you. And then when we get off into the church, and you see these pastors, who behave like women. You see choirs that can sing. But when you just scale the, the choir with your eyes, you got four or five it's up there. And then, then this is what men are saying. Well, I, I can't. Well, I said, I'm not feminine. Brother, brother, loosen up your hands. Just some bass in your voice, brother. But see, we have a lot of women who raise men. Our boys like they girls. Right. 
See, something wrong with that. I don't want no man preaching to me with his nails all painted. And so, see, some of you, you don't even mind. I, I need to move on because you just like, Pastor, look, it did. And, and then folks say, oh, dumb stuff like, that's the style. Pastor, that's just, that just how they doing it now. When I talk to you about man up, let me give you some definitions. Number one, to man up means to be strong in challenging times. In other words, men need to know how to remain strong in difficult moments. In other words, a man needs to know how to be determined to do the right thing in a challenging moment. Come on, somebody. And, and this is not just limited to a man. Because all of us are going to be challenged. You better, you better tell somebody, show he right. Come on, I need you to tell somebody, show he right. Everybody going to have their challenges in this life. But we have to be strong in challenging times. You have to have that ability when it's challenging to still say, Hey, I got to do what's right. Am I right about that? Am I right about that? We need men who still have a backbone. That's able to stand. In challenging times. Number two, when you're man up, it's saying about you, brother, that you're fearless. You're brave. You're courageous when it comes to maintaining your integrity. The Bible says that the righteous are bold as a lion. You know, a lion represents that male. That's what I think about when I think about that scripture. First thing I think about is that male lion who's ruling that jungle. Come on, you ever seen it? Y'all know, y'all know I watched them on National Geographic now. Don't make me go there all the way now. You done seen when them hyenas come? You ain't never seen a pack of hyenas invade a lion's camp and the male runs. I don't care how far away that male is. When he smelled that hyena, he going to come charging. Do you hear me? I said he going to come charging. Why? He's fearless. I seen one male lion take on a pack of hyenas by itself. Defending the lioness and the cubs. See, men, if we don't man up, we can't defend or protect. The woman that God gave us. You have to be strong to protect your family. I said you got to be strong. You got to be fearless. Come on. When demons are attacking your house, trying to destroy everything up in there, that ain't the time for you to be crying. 
You got to be strong in pray. You got to be strong in fast. You got to be strong in worship. Talk about it, Pastor. Talk about what you do when the enemy attacks your house. I know he can't do nothing until he first binds the strong man. And if he want my wife, he got to come through me. Because I pray daily for this woman. I speak blessings upon blessings upon blessings. So what I do, and no whip up in there, it's going to be a fight. Look at me and now. You can ask some men to do stuff in the church and they, they, they stay it. Brother, can you do this? Oh, I got that. But steady cheering on, they favor sports player. Wanting them to be brave on the court. Wanting them to be brave on the field. Where your braveness? Are you a champion? Sports ain't nothing but a game. You got more men connected with sports than they are what's going on in their house. Oh, I'm going to preach it right. You got men cheer more for LeBron than their own son. LeBron ain't your daddy. This is the weakness of men. I know I'm right. You got men can't get stuff done around the house, but ask them they're going to watch their playoff game. Look at our brother Job. Was he fearless? Now listen to me because I got to say this. Holy Ghost told me make sure I say this. See, brothers, don't get masculinity confused with meanness. See, for years they made the man feel like meanness was masculinity. But anybody can be mean. The only way you know how to treat that woman is to be mean to her. Then you ain't right. Finally, when we man up, says about us that we won't take down. Come on, I said we won't take down, brothers. To take down means to become weak, timid, or cowardly. Three areas where if men take down, this is what it's going to be about. Y'all got to write these down, brothers, unless y'all really going to go back and listen. Number one, when a man starts taking down, number one, it says about him that he's not leading and guiding. See, when God made man the head of the woman, 
He made man with the ability to lead and to guide the woman, the children, the family, the church. Come on. Remember what I said earlier, now this ain't no knock to no woman. So if you're a strong woman, you shouldn't be sitting out there feeling like you're being stripped of something. But at the same time, I need you to recognize that if you want to lead your husband around by the hand all the time, then you need to understand that ain't no head that you got, woman. And it's sad because some of you women, you in love with a little cowardly man. Like you can't breathe without that little old feeble, weak man. You ought to be now to the point where if he leave, you ought to shout. Where he done take you to? Man's supposed to lead his family somewhere. Supposed to lead the church to greener pastors. I know I'm talking, right? Got a woman running around the house all the time trying to figure everything out. How to pay this and how to, how to do all of this. He's just sitting on the couch with a big bag of Cheetos. It'll work out. And I'm going to tell you something. The world don't like messages like this. Because see, it even need to get in little boys. Young men. You see a young woman coming, young brother, open the door for that woman. Don't you walk in before she walks in. Let her walk in and then you come behind. I never walked through the door before my wife. And it's irritating sometimes when she's being slowful. And it's raining and cold. She had made me plenty of time want to break my own rule. You let the car and I'm at the door. Donna, what are you doing? I get, I, Donna, I'll get it. I'll get all of this. Come on. I told it. I don't always open the door, car door for. Things gonna change though. Things gonna change. I ain't just preaching to y'all. I said things gonna things gonna change at 88 in Lake Drive. Lord help me, won't ever be a time we ride together and I don't walk over there and open that door. You know why I need to open that door? Cause I got grandsons and they need to see me opening that door for Nana. They need to see Paul Paul opens that door. Why does he do that? Y'all still in the house? Number two, when you're manning up, you're a protection. Man, you can't protect and you always down. You can't protect no family. Children, woman, and you like a flat tire always needing to be pumped up. Week to week, she trying to figure out what's wrong with you now. Then you get mad when she tells somebody. 
She's doing everything to cope. Some men, it don't bother. The woman walk with they're like, I ain't fooled yet. <laughs> In her mind, she just like, some here it ain't. In this church. Finally, to man up, when a man doesn't man up, he's not faithful. He's not faithful. See, when we man up, brethren, we become faithful. Listen, number one, we become faithful to God. Faithful is not limited to you saying, well, Pastor, I ain't cheated. Pastor, I ain't never been with another woman since I married her. But see, that shit don't mean you faithful. When a man is faithful, he becomes the primary person who blesses the woman. The children. It's that man. It's that man. See, listen to me. And see, a woman may make more than you, man. But when you're faithful to God, Deacon Johnson talked about earlier, God will give you that favor on your life that will cause you, because he sees that you're faithful, you'll be able to do things for that woman. You'll be able to do things for your children. Come on, brothers. This is a good message, brother, because God deems you faithful. You don't be always buying no woman nothing and then she making payments. You need to stop. This is what I got her. Well, why is she making payments? And you got me in there. No, wait a minute, Pastor. No, you messing with our plan. You, you you messing with our budget, our Can y'all handle a little bit more? Can y'all handle a little bit more? So remember he positioning us for ten times better. Now I'm gonna take you to a scripture that's gonna show you that what the world sometimes put before us that looks progressive is not. It's not what they're making it out to be. Come on. Go to Isaiah 3. And again, I'm not against a woman. But in some cases, our society do things on purpose to elevate the woman while making sure they push the man down. Yeah, it's right. It's right. Go go to Isaiah 3. Go to Isaiah 3. See, can y'all handle this scripture? Go 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 to Isaiah 3. Woo-wee. I'm about to come in. But see, I know we need it. He's, he's positioning us. He's positioning us. 
Now, if you're a man and you're here today, you say, well, Pastor, I ain't going to open the door for my wife. Now, that's you. That's you. We, we all got to hear God. We all got to hear how to do things better. Come on. Come on. Even my single brothers. Come on, brothers. Single men, you got to get yourself I said, single brothers, you got to get yourself together. Be the man God ordained for you to be. And listen, I want y'all to learn things at an earlier rate than some of us learned them as men. When your parents are, are on your brother, don't, don't just look at it like, mama just always got something to say. She wants you to be the man God ordained for you to be. Because I'm going to be honest with you, that there's no place really that weak men are going to succeed. It's not, y'all. That's when we have to teach the way that we do. That's when we have to have examples in the church, and that cannot be limited to pastor. Look at Isaiah 3. I'm going to show you a day in Israel that was considered a sad day. Show you a day in Israel amongst God's people. I'm going to show you when, when things were considered sad or out of order, if you will. It was bad. It's a bad day in Israel. Let me show you why. Notice Isaiah 3 and verse 12. God talking about his disobedient people. Talking about his disobedient people. Now, check out the scriptures now. Not what Oprah say. Come on. But no other, you know. Powerful woman. Because see, see, the mistake women make, it, and single women make this mistake. You got to be careful. I don't need no man. Ain't there no man can do it. Man, ain't hey, hey, hold now. Slow, slow, slow. You got to slow up some now. I mean, one of the worst things that ever happened to me and Donna when we were shacking. The first thing we were shacking, we shouldn't have been shacking. But she don't mind me telling one of the worst things happened for, was her mouth. She always let me know back then, I don't need you. I can do for me and mine. Oh, you don't run nothing up in here no way. And see, when you talk to a man like Don't be surprised if you come and he like, hey, I'm out of here. See, women, y'all got to be careful how you handle yourself, single women. And you want to be strong. But, but, but you don't want to be making no brother feel like now he your sidekick. He your little puppy. He'll run. You, you'll be sitting there like, I didn't call him. I don't know why he ain't calling me back. <laughs> Girl, you made that man feel that big. <laughs> There's some brothers out there ain't saying that, but I know what I'm saying is right. Now, don't lie to me. Mm. <laughs> Woo, I told you I didn't mention I do it. I do it. I'm in the clothes, though. Lord have mercy. Thank you for helping me, Jesus. Isaiah 3 and 12. Listen, as for my people, as for my people, children 
are their oppressors. And women rule over them. You got to keep looking at the Bible. See, when women were ruling over men, that was a sad day. I said, that was a sad day. Oh, you the head. So you the head over me. Even though I'm in my rightful place. So let me tell y'all something, women. Don't you kick a man who's in his rightful place. You submit yourself. Them brothers over there ain't with it. Them brothers over there ain't with it. Let me tell you something, woman. If a man is striving to be head, you may be smarter than him. But you let him know you hear. You make him read better. You make him speak better. But you let him know, hey, we in divine order here. Because that's where the blessings are at. Come on, saints. But see, it was a it was a sad day when women were ruling over men. Paul said when it came to the church, it ain't right for the woman to usurp authority over the man. That's when in one church they were so out of order. Look at these sisters. Now I'm going to get on y'all sisters. Like sisters can get out of order with their mouth. Come on, I'm teaching right. Sister, you got to watch your mouth. Thank God for the sisters that clap and the sisters that raise their hand. Pray for the sisters who look like they were sucking on a lemon when I said it. Thank you, my sister. It's right. God trying to bless your house. He's trying to get your house in order so he can do some things you ask him to do. But he can't do certain things and he look in that house and it's all out of order. You trying to treat a man that's a head like a child. It's tight. And you don't manipulate to be head. I got something he needs. Until he act right. Now, nah, sister, you devilish. You wicked. Well, Pastor, you telling me I gotta, and, and, I, and I'm mad. You've been mad for a month. And see, if you're single and you desire to be married, because not all do, and that's fine, but if you're single and you desire to be married, you sit here and listen today. Because ain't nothing like a woman who know how to talk to a man. Woo! I'm going to make some of you mad. Now, it ain't right. But there have been men to leave nagging women 
to just go listen to a whore. Who knows how to make him feel like a man. And now you sitting there fooling yourself to my, oh, she, they, 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 they doing this. It ain't even got physical. Now I'm going to tell you something. Is something wrong when a man don't want to come home? Brother, you off. I'll just clean up around a little bit for <laughs> And see, you got folks sitting there looking like, Pastor, he ain't right for he ain't right for that stuff. No, that's right. The Bible talks about how it's better for a man to go up on top of a roof and sleep up there, stay up there where it's hot and uncomfortable than to be in a house with a nagging woman. Don't ask me where I've been and who you think you taking care of business. Give me your location. Why? Hey, something happened to you. I need your location. You, have, I, you don't need my location like that. If there's a trust issue up in here, let's talk. I don't want nobody tagging me everywhere I go. Now, brother, if you done gave me your location, that's y'all. I ain't trying to mess up nobody out. <laughs> don't you dare leave and say, hey, I'm taking that off. I'll take confirmation, Cain. Do the man of God. You don't need to be doing all that. Now, brother, if you done messed up, you done did what you shouldn't have did, you done been where you shouldn't have been, yeah, you give her your location. You give her your phone if she asks. You unlock that. You give her the code to it. You do what she needs you to do. Until that trust is where it needs to be. Don't you talk about no nagging. What you make this week? What, what you mean what I make? I make what? She mean what you make. What was your check amount? Where's your money going? Well, she ain't got no. Yes, she do. Until you get things to the point to where you giving her X amount of money to do whatever she want to do. If you ain't got it like that. People need to be knowing stuff. You say it sounds like pastors show sure enough for us today. No, we ain't going to get 10 times better in things out of order. I'm telling you right now. If you've been fasting for it in your house out of order, go get you a Whopper or a Big Mac today, eat you something, and get that house in order. And I'm, I know it sounds like a marriage retreat. I know it. I told y'all it was going to be unusual. But single folk can learn. 
Learn from some of the married people who houses is out of order. Stop wanting to be that woman. You don't know the headache she got. And to some women, men, because they won't man up, they just a headache. Going behind him. Picking up stuff. Like your kid. Your wife ain't your mate. Men should lead in all things. But see, Adam, Adam wanted to see you. See, there's certain things you can do when you get things right. There's some other things going to fall in place. But you got to get some things right. You got to get some things in order. And I'm talking about the church. We need men who want to be men in the church. Men who don't mind leading by example. Listen to me. I lead the church when it comes to prayer. Yes, I do. I'll come out sometime and make sure I'm leading the congregation in prayer. See, men, you need to do that at the house. Women, you raising young boys and you single, at a certain point, let that man lead prayer. Let that young boy lead prayer. Let him stand before the family and let him lead prayer. Don't, he ain't got to pray like you either because you're a minister. And you be sitting there trying to critique him when he done. Well, you didn't bind the devil. Well, you bind him then when it's over. But I also come out and I lead the church. There are times that I come up here, it's purposeful that I lead us in worship. Even though I can't sing like some of the singles we have. But I know it's important as the leader of this church that I lead in exalting the congregation and praising the Most High. I do it on purpose. Not afraid. Come on. I lead in when it comes to sacrifice. Nobody in this church is going to sacrifice more than me because I'm the leader. But see, this can't just be at the church. This got to be at the house. When the last time you led prayer, brother? You ask yourself that. But see, Adam... When Eve came to him, she had already failed. I love the scriptures. Adam should have just manned up and told that woman, you out of order. You had no business talking to the servant. Now, I don't know. He could have even have warned that woman. Look, stay away from the serpent. See, women, you got to listen to your man because sometimes he may not be able to say it as eloquent as you. But you can't keep saying you want a man to lead. And then when he gets in prayer and he comes saying that the Lord said. And because he ain't saying it the way you would have said it. 
then you don't want to do it. See, you wrong, sister. You wrong. When he says that, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this, so be it, amen, don't put your two cents on it. He did what God telling him the family needs to do. Now you, you go ahead and you line up. But what we cannot have, and I'm not afraid to say it, and I don't want no meetings, we got too many men in this church Did y'all hear what I just said? I said in what church? church. In what church? church. Down the road. Over by the bridge. We got too many men who are not in their rightful places. And they willingly take down when the woman is not right. Man, you got to get a backbone after today. Adam sat there and ate. And he knew God gave him the commandment. We don't even know what would have happened if he'd have told that woman, get over here. Let me pray for you. Let me talk to God on your behalf. But see, he was so weak. On purpose weak. That he simply just ate with her. And because God made him head. It was him that God was coming to look for. And I'm telling you brothers. This message is God coming for you. This is him. The Holy Ghost. Through your pastor. This is God saying to you. Enough. Of you being weak. Man up. Man up. You sisters whose husband are not saved. You have to be the greatest example. Of Christianity. To that man. Now you can't be at the house. Acting like you don't get no teaching. And trying to get him. To come to church. Look at this one scripture and I'm done. Because we, we, I'm over. I'm well over. And I know it. Romans 5. And we done. Romans 5. Romans 5. Romans 5. And woman, if that man is weak, if he ain't manning up, don't lie to him. Don't lie to him because he's not going to change. Don't you just start nothing, but don't you lie to him either. Are you hearing me? And brother, if she tell you about yourself, you take it. You take it. You may have to ask, well, what? well I hear you. You right. You right. I know I do that. You right. That's me. I do it. But you're going to see a change. God came for me today. He came for me today. And I'm telling God going to bless some four houses. Now watch this in the closing. Then we're done. 
And thank you all for being patient. I knew it was going to be a long one. Thank you so much. That's all I can say. Thank you. Romans 5 and 19. See, can you check this out? Remember, Adam didn't man up. He didn't man up. And I'm telling you, even you young brothers, the Holy Ghost just really dealing with me. You brothers, you go ahead and you man up right now. I'm telling you, there's some things God got for you brothers. Lord, have mercy. You talking about leading in the community, leading when it comes to uh, uh, the church. I'm talking about young men leading in activities in school. You may not be a starter on a certain team, young brother, but because you're being taught right in church, your coach and the other player can recognize leadership on your life. Yes, they can. Now, Romans 5, see, can y'all get this? Because this is important, and this is a good close. Romans 5 and 19. For as by one man disobedience, many were made sinners. That's that man that didn't man up. Tell your neighbor, when that man, Adam, didn't man up, it brought in a curse. Tell your neighbor, a curse... Not just on that man, but on every man and his woman and his children. Why? Because one man disobeyed. One man didn't man up and it brought a curse. But watch this second man. Watch this second Adam. Watch this second Adam. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Tell your neighbor, Adam didn't man up. But when it came to Jesus, when it came to Yeshua, on this earth, he manned up. And through Jesus, we are made righteous or we are brought into our godly inheritance. I'm done. Give him a praise. I'm done. Through Jesus. I said through Jesus. Come on. Everybody in here, let's stand and give him a hand of praise. Through Jesus. Through Jesus. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages message. available through our podcast. When it, we thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.